Capital of the world. A Smith screen. Hosey will defend. Oh! LeBron James with no record for human life. It's the TC Martin Show. Oh! Flight nine is cleared for landing. It's time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. And Saul says, pay us a big ticket. TC Martin. Oh, here comes the Birdman. Flapping his wings. And soaring for a sweet flush. When you're aerodynamically designed with that hairdo, you can do those kinds of things with that sweet mohawk. The doctor is now in. Unos, dos, tres. Ole! Ole! Uh, yeah, hour number two coming your way here on a terrible Tuesday. Appreciate Olden Polonies joining us in hour number one, our terrible Tuesday takes. Go to the website, check it all out if you miss it, tcmartinshow.com. And don't forget, Friday at the Westgate Las Vegas, the world-famous Superbook. Come out and see the show live. March Madness upon us. Hoop Central, get your tickets. We'll be out there for the opening round of Hoop Central coming up on March the 16th and 17th. Yes, college basketball, we are two weeks away coming up this Sunday. It'll be two weeks from Selection Sunday. And our guy who is on the scene, he's everywhere. More frequent flyer miles than we uh, you've ever seen before. Timmy B, Tim Brando, done a fantastic job with Fox Sports on the college football side and uh, also now on the college basketball side. I believe, let me get in my crystal ball here, Timmy B, I see, I see the greater Hartford area. Timmy B enjoying a steak, maybe a Ruth Chris or maybe the Capitol Grill in downtown Hartford. What's going on, my man? I don't think that that. It would be Max's on Main. That's where I'll be. Shortly, once I'm done with you, pal. Once I'm done with you. <laughs> I, I need pictures. I need pictures. People know that yeah. I'm a foodie, man. I need pictures. So that's what you're going with. You're going with Mad Max's? Is that right? Is yeah, that- got to go there. Huh? Hey, man, it's downtown Hartford. There's not a lot to choose from. I know. Stay you know, tight, for Christ's sakes. How about the that's Chop House? Black. You ever been to Fang's Chop House? What about, what about Fang's? Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, 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 I've been there. Is but it... Max's is great. I, I love Max's. Okay, good. Plus, it's right across the street from, you know, where I'm staying. So I, I got you. It. It's easy. It's easy, you I, know? I like it, man. Uh, Timmy, so, go so ahead. I'm, uh, I'm embarking on birthday week. Uh, okay, so uh, be nice. Yes. It's the uh, 18th anniversary of my 49th birthday uh, a week from yesterday. So on the 27th, um, I'll be uh, 49 for the 17th time. <laughs> Is that how that math goes? I, no, I, I, I well, actually, it's 49th. It's 49th for the 18th time. Is, Thank you. Is that yeah. is that some type of algebra that I failed in in high school, or I, I, I can't remember how that works? <laughs> there the it algebra is. Algebra that got you. That was geometry that got me. That's it. it was geometry that got me. There it is. <laughs> There's a little Paul George Ringo, and uh, there we go. Sing a little Beatles and John too. There it is for Timmy Bay. Yeah. See, we spare no expense here, my friend. There it is. What is the birthday cake of choice? That's what I want to know. Oh, it's definitely, it's definitely white cake, moist. 
I like white cake moist. Oh. That's big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like and that. They, and the icing is the icing's got to be the really good whipped cream. You know, the good stuff. Yeah. You know, the, not this yeah. fake stuff. I understand. All right. Not, not that fake stuff. Uh, don't be throwing Miracle Whip on my on my. <laughs> There it is. Okay. I thought you were going to take us in the white room with cream there for a second, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. Uh, you know it gets there, you know? Yeah, it does. It uh, does. I've got um, I got Providence and, and uh, UConn. Um, UConn tomorrow night, which is a top 25 matchup and a great game. And then uh, with Donnie Marshall, then I'm off to... Uh, Let's see. Uh, Saturday, Friday, I'll leave for uh, uh, for another matchup on Saturday, which is uh, Villanova and uh, is it Villanova and Prop? No, it's not Villanova. Who is it? So Saturday. Yeah, we look okay. What, what do we have on Saturday at noon? Yeah. What do we have Saturday at noon? <laughs> uh, check it. Check your itinerary, there, my friend. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Check your itinerary. Let's see. Game Saturday, Creighton, game Saturday. Creighton and Villanova. You're going to Creighton Philly. And Villanova. There, Thank you. That's Thank man. You seriously, you got a couple good games. You're the king of the Big East. Now those are all drivable. You're 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 dri- Are you driving to Philly? Or you're flying to Philly. Well, you know, they're not drivable from Chateau Brando for Christ's sake. I flew all the way from Louisiana today, where it was 86 degrees and I could have been playing golf. Thank you. Uh, now I'm in the frozen north where the where this uh, where this whole thing started back in '85 at ESPN, you know, uh-huh. you know, it's always a it's always a great reminder to me, brother Martin. Whenever I fly back up to the Northeast, I love doing the games, but I really love getting on the plane to go back home. Yes, really love that. Um, so I've got uh, I've got that one on Saturday. Then Sunday, I've got Providence in Georgetown. That's another noon game on Fox. You got a back to back, back to back game. Wow, back to back to back game Saturday and Sunday, and then I'll uh, and so yeah, and then a drive over to uh, Newark for uh, Seton Hall and uh, Villanova on the twenty eighth. So on Tuesday the twenty eighth. So. Uh, that would be um, a week from today. You got the king of uh, so the king of the Big East the four here. Game, it's a four game. It's a four game, eight day junket yeah. that I'm on. So does that yeah. mean that you're going to be on the the Big East calls uh, for the tournament? Yes. Perfect. Yes. You'll get me early, and then I'll make way for Gus to take you to the title game. I'll yes. be. I'll get five games in two days, and then I'm, then I'm chasing grandbabies and golf balls, baby. <laughs> That's it. Not, not necessarily in that order. I'll watch, I'll watch, I'll watch other guys uh, do what I used to do and prepare for eight teams in one day and uh, yes. four games for the tournament. So yeah. I'm asked all the time, do I miss the tournament? And the answer to that is, well, I would miss it if I were doing the regional finals the next week. Okay? Mm-hmm. If you're going to work the regional finals – that's special, yeah. But 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 eight game, uh, eight teams, and four games in one day. I'm going to tell you that is the hardest assignment a, a broadcaster can have. Oh, I know. I know. I've it seen is. you. I've seen. I've seen you do it, and, man. Uh, yeah. You know, when I had the second week, it was worth it because you know you're going to advance and see teams playing for an opportunity to, to to go to the final four, and and that's extra special. But but those first two rounds, that's a that's a load of work. And if you're not working the next week, it's like all of a sudden it's over and you're like, hmm, you know, gee, I wish I was working next week. <laughs> you know? So 
so I'm uh, I'm happy to have had my run and uh, equally happy to be playing golf <laughs> while others are calling four games in one day. Well, but see, yeah. unlike a lot of these guys too, I mean, you're coming off this elongated football season, you and you jump right into the college hoop. So I mean, you're going yeah. year round. I, I always say you, you and my man Kevin Harlan, the two hardest working guys. You guys, you know, say and, and Gus does a lot of that too. Speaking of Gus, he does. He does but I will say, I will say. Kevin works harder than anybody. Yeah, I mean, he, he really does. He does. Kevin works harder than anybody, and he's doing radio as well as TV. Mm-hmm. Listen, I, I, if I did a I did a radio call of an SEC championship football game hmm. a long time ago. It was when Danny Werfel was playing in '96, and uh, I got to tell you, I, I had forgotten how much more you had to talk on the radio. My jaws were hurting at the end of the game. Well, yeah, because your your DJ days back in the day, I mean, you were opening the mic every three and a half or four minutes, you know? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, this is nonstop, you know? So I don't know how Kevin does it. I really don't. But I don't, and I'm not doing baseball anymore. So when I'm, you know, I I go hard. I go hard and fast for about seven and a half months. And then for the next four and a half, it's grandbabies and golf balls. There it is. it's good. It is. Speaking of time to reach out. Speaking of regional finals, Timmy B, you realize that we have a regional final here in Vegas for the first time. Oh yeah, now that would be a cool assignment. Yeah, that would be a cool assignment. Yeah. And, and 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 my guess is this is Nancy's uh, last year. I think to do the tournament, right? I think it's Jim's last year. Yeah, I, I'm guessing. Uh, well, I don't know if he'd want to go to Vegas or not. He might not. Yeah, but I would tell you that. Whatever the best matchups are, that's that'll be where Jim is. You know, right. uh, Iron Eagle is taking that over. I think next uh, next year. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, that, come full circle for Jim Nance too. If this is his last tournament, as you know, the Final Four and the championship game is in Houston. You know, it's his hometown, right. so that's that's kind of cool. And I will be there. Well, I'll be there for the regional final here in Vegas, but also. Uh, in Houston for the Final Four, my friend. Uh, we've got a chance. Are you going to come on down at all, hang out for a little bit in Houston? Oh, but no, I'll be there. Good. I, I'm, I don't miss Final Fours. I, I'm just not working the tournament no, I, anymore. I know, I, right. Yep. I'll be there for the uh, National Association of Basketball Coaches Convention. I am see a few of their, um, a few of their uh, uh, symposiums that they have during the, the tournament. And I also emcee the... Uh, NABC Champions Luncheon, which honors all the champions of all the different divisions, the, the conference champions, and so that's always a lot of fun. And uh, Mr. Oresco and I, my old friend from CBS and, and ESPN, the, uh, the Commissioner of the American, we, we always sit together with our wives at the at the Final Four, and that, 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 that ensures me a, a nice seat about, um, you know, you, you do what you have to do. You know, you do what you have to do. And so uh, I'll, I'll be mid-court about eight rows up. Okay. Ready to run. I'll, I'll be looking for you. And uh, see, it's special for me because not only do I get a chance to go to the Final Four, but I get to go see my good friend Dusty Baker. It's opening weekend for Major League Baseball, so I'll be back and forth the Minute Maid Park to uh, whatever they're calling that now, uh, whatever stadium uh, it is there. So you know I, I, that's, I, a great, that's, a, that's a great idea. I haven't thought of that. I'm like, 
There you go. I might, I might try to get. The, when do they open? When, when is the so game? they they no. they open to get their rings on Thursday night, and they got a four game set against the White Sox. So I'm gonna go in um, on Friday, miss the show on Friday, uh, go to the uh-huh. Friday night game. Uh, Saturday they have a day game, so and definitely Sunday I'll be there. So definitely Friday and Sunday. Yeah. L- let me know. We we can uh, we can go catch a game yeah. together. So well, we'll see. But that, uh, see, that's how we go. That's, that's how we roll, well, buddy. We'll yeah. Well, well, check it. That's a good idea. Check it out. There it is. All right. So Tim Brando, <laughs> he's got, he's doing the biggies. How about our man Pete Gillen? He's smiling. The Friars are playing exceptionally well. I'm thinking this this could be the best team in the Big East, Timmy B. What do you think? And Pete Gillen's got to be it smiling. Could be. Yeah. It could be. I think they're playing more consistently uh, than than the other teams. Now, I will tell you the more athletic team. With I think a, a matchup advantage going into the NCAA's is Marquette. I yes. love that team. Yes, uh, they are really really good, and I think they can um, they can stand up to a lot of teams that are say, for instance, in the Big Twelve or the Big Ten that you think automatically have just uh, you know better athletes. Generally speaking, that's not true with Marquette, and and Providence is just you know Ed Cooley's done such a remarkable job. With the transfer portal, the the Bryce Hopkins get without question the number one uh, transfer portal uh, story of the season. Really, I mean Calipari. I don't know what he was thinking, letting Bryce Hopkins get away. Now he only played like six minutes a game for Kentucky last year. Um, this kid's outstanding. I'll tell you who reminds me of. I'm going to go old school Los Angeles Crenshaw High. Remember John Williams who played at LSU? Absolutely. Yes. In 86. Later, it kind of ate his way out of the the NBA. Absolutely. As John Hotplate Williams. Yes. There was a period there when John Williams was right there with Danny Manning in college. Is maybe the best overall, most gifted talent out there. And, uh, you know, this is the kind of talent that Hopkins is. And and with the way Cooley plays, he's got Croswell, who's another 6'10, 6'11 guy. It's really physical. And it allows Hopkins to play high low with him, and he's he's outside. He can put the ball on the floor, you know. He can play he can play every position on the floor, and it makes him really really tough to match up with. And uh, listen, Connecticut needs to win the game. I think you know they're they're sitting pretty for the tournament too. But their back half of the season hasn't at all been what the first first half was, and they're a team with the right draw that could go all the way too. They're going to be pumped up for this game. Tomorrow night's game is going to be a lot of fun. Let's see. Are we on at like 7 Eastern, which means it's what, 4 o'clock in the afternoon your time? You know what? Right? I think you – no, I think it's, this is one of these goofy uh, 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific times. Ah, 6.30 Eastern. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. yeah you gotta, Am I your producer now? No. I mean, I got to tell you where you're flying, where you're going. <laughs> I, I tell you what time you're on. I, mean, I just got into my room. I haven't opened up anything. I know when the shoot-arounds are tomorrow. Okay, I'm going to the I'm going to the the, the Providence shoot around at ten and the uh, Connecticut shoot around at twelve thirty. Listen, you can't you, you you if you get caught up too much in over prepare, <laughs> you know you'll uh, you'll spit the bed here. You gotta deal with it day to day. Don't think big picture. You know, just just deal with today and then deal with tomorrow. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. That, that's the key to life. Not just not just broadcasting, but the key to life. You got to do that. You were, you were so right about that, my friend. He, he is Timmy B, no question. 
All right, man. We got these top seeds are really up for grabs this year. I mean, more parody than ever before, at least it sim- seems like, right? Um, let, let me go. The Timmy B theory here. Why we don't have the dominant team or two this season? Because there are more really, really very good to great teams everywhere in the country. That's, that's a lot of it. Uh, the other part of it is, you know, the portal being the way it is, it's now, uh, along with NIL, it's distributed the talent, okay, over a more widespread portion of the country. And some teams, especially those teams that have good NIL situations, have been able to hold on to players like Oxford Shibway, you know, getting $2 million to stay at Kentucky. Well, I wouldn't blame, I don't blame him for doing that. I mean, I would do it too. Uh, to get you know, that 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 money spends well in Lexington, as opposed to going to a horrible team in the NBA. I think we're going to see more of that. You're going to see more teams with players that stay longer. You know, Cal doesn't have any one and dones now. I mean, he used to be the king of the one and done. No more. Okay, so uh, this is where I think NIL can actually be a really beneficial thing for the college game. Um, and and the other factor that comes into play is when you have teams out West, like UCLA and Arizona, and they're not really getting pushed by the other teams in that league, well, then that opens up the door for other teams because some of those players have left those schools and they're going to other places. Uh, like right now, the Mountain West Conference is playing at a higher level than the Pac-12. Think about that. Yeah. They are. Yeah. You know, they're deeper. They're deeper. I don't need to tell you. You're out there in Nevada. You've seen it. Well, check you this know, out. Utah State, yeah. Boise, New Mexico. These are tough teams. And we were, so, we were talking about this yesterday, Tim, about who could get more teams in, the Pac-12 or the Mountain West this year. Think about that. I think the Mountain West. I know it's crazy, to, it's crazy to, to, to even think that and say that, right? But... It, you know, and I don't think the Mountain West is great. I just think it's balanced. I mean, I think it's, it's a little, a little, again, you can make a case for San Diego State, Boise State, Utah State. Uh, Alford's got Nevada playing well, but hey, you know, if we look at the history here and, and we're, I'm going to, it's going to sound like I'm back in, I'm, I'm backtracking here, but man, I mean, they, they put four teams in there last year. They didn't win a game. Last time, a few years ago, they, they put four teams in there. They didn't win a game. I'm not sure they might not, it might be the exact same scenario again. Well, it's the matchups. It's, yep. you, you cannot, this is a mistake a lot of fans, I think, make around the country. Listen, once you get to the tournament, it's not about the conferences. It's about the matchups. Yep. I mean, it's not about, I mean, you can play great basketball and, and the Big Ten and the Big 12 are going to get practically their entire leagues at the tournament. But if you don't get the right matchup, you can be gonzo in one game. So once the tournament starts, you got to, you got to look at it without having, you know, your, your conference, um, glasses on. You got to see it. Just about you know the matchups. How how good or how bad is this particular matchup in this round for said team? That, I think that's the issue that you always have to look at. Yeah. I never gauge the strength of a conference based on how teams perform in the NCAA tournament. I don't because you can get the wrong team in another conference, and they may be a lower they, they may be the, a lower seed than you, but they're they're not the team at all that you want to play. You would rather play a team maybe that gets up and down the floor, is ranked higher, and looks to be more explosive 
because that's more your style of play. So uh, that's that's what makes the NCAA tournament so much fun is because everyone has a different way of winning, and that includes teams from the same conference. Um, I mean, Purdue, by example, a couple of weeks ago, I think people were saying, okay, we can put Purdue here, and let's see, who was the other team that maybe was next to them? We'll go with Purdue and then maybe with uh, Alabama. Those two teams seem to be playing at a level that, you know, and then what happens to Purdue? They lose they lose two in a row, and they get, they get absolutely boat raced uh, by Northwestern the other day. So, all right, Purdue, you hit walls. You know, when you get into this part of February, I know it because I'm traveling a lot. Yeah. And these young kids are balancing a lot, and they're playing over two semesters. And once you get to, you know, to a point where you, you feel like you're comfortable that you know you've got your bid and you're going to be on the one, two, or three line, you may take a deep breath. And that moment when you take a deep breath, you get your ass handed to you. You know, I think that's what's happened to Purdue. So they'll still be fine, but that's one of the things with regards to dominance now. Um, it, no, it's not like the, the days of uh, yore with Georgetown in the 80s or, you know, the great Carolina Duke runs that we've seen in recent years. But there are really a lot of good teams out there playing at much higher levels than they have in the past. No doubt. Speaking of Carolina, we saw them get to the Final Four last year, the championship, uh, as an eight seed. And, you know, we could see a lot more of that. But here's the big question right now. I mean, they don't have a quad one win, and then they basically almost led wire to wire against NC State last weekend. In the last five minutes, NC State went on this crazy run, and they got the job done. So the, the big question here, Timmy B., is do the Tar Heels make it in the tournament? Well, Listen, uh, the front half of last year, they were playing defense optional and got killed by Duke at home in the first game between Duke and Carolina. You know, they they have a tendency, uh, especially now that Hubert's coaching, of of laying eggs early but turning on that extra engine when they get to the, you know, the the NCAA tournament or the ACC tournament. They're going to have to make, I believe, they're going to have to make waves in the ACC tournament, uh, at least get to the final, you know, all the way to the final, or they're not going to get a bid. I would have said the same thing about Kentucky before they beat Tennessee for the second time. You know, they Rick Barnes is actually helping uh, Calipari, you know, get off the bubble and, and be in. We could have said the same thing about Kentucky two weeks ago that we're saying about North Carolina right now. The problem for uh, – Carolina, unlike the SEC, Kentucky was still going to get some quad one opportunities. There aren't many quad one opportunities in the ACC this year. That league is notably down. I mean, as bad as I've seen it in a long, long time. No, you're right. Give me that uh, Brother Brando surprise team. All right, You've seen a lot of teams up close and personal, called a lot of games so far. Maybe if it's a team that you called or you didn't, but who can make that surprise run in the tournament? I got two for you. Uh, if Northwestern's legit now, oh yeah, I mean they are legit. Guard plays uh, phenomenal. I had, yep. I had them against Ohio State about two weeks ago. Yep, I watched Ohio you. State. Yeah, uh, Ohio State was desperate for a win, couldn't get it, hmm. couldn't get it at home, and it was no fluke. Those guards are really, really good, and uh, they don't get into foul trouble. They play defense without fouling. Um, so that's 
you know, the Big Ten is so celebrated with so many teams that everybody knows something about. I don't. I, I suspect most fans couldn't name one starter for Northwestern. But as a team, they are really, really good. Boo Booey, baby. Uh, you love saying that name, don't you? you love I love Boo Booey. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, but, but I would say also the other team that I love is Iowa State in the Big 12. Uh, another team that I think they made a deep run last year, didn't they? Get to the Elite Eight or the Sweet 16? Yeah. I think they did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody knows that much about that team. And, uh, you know, that league is so so battle-tested, you know, two teams that are, you know, maybe uh, in the shadow of some of their conference brethren out of two powerful conferences, uh, I'd keep an eye on both of those squads. I really would. Well, we know T.J. Altsaberger because he left Las Vegas to go take that job at Iowa State, and uh, he took uh, Caleb Grill with him, um, you know, from the Rebels. He's done a hell of a job. Yes, he, he has. A hell of a job. He has. Good deal. Final thing here for you, Timmy B. You know, back and forth. Uh, Houston is number one now. The third time they've been number one. Uh, Kelvin Sampson. Hey, they're legit. They made a run last year. Alabama. To me, these teams are very similar because they could get themselves in trouble if they're not hitting the three, if they're too reliant on three, but they both play spectacular defense. They got offensive weapons. Those two teams look similar to me. You mentioned Purdue and then Kansas. Those teams look very, very similar. But, you know, just because they may be one through four in any given order right now, and they kind of have been for a majority of, of the season, doesn't mean that somebody else, you know, can't come and, and, uh, you know, make a run themselves. But real quick, talk about those four teams. Well, Houston can win a rock fight, but they're also scoring a little bit better this year, uh, than they have in past seasons. Uh, Calvin Sampson's done a great job with that team. The question with Houston will be, you know, a little bit like Gonzaga because the, his league this year, the American in the past has had really a, a lot of depth. They really don't have that much this year. They played a strong non-conference schedule, as you know, and that is going to keep them on the one line without a doubt. Um, but I do think that there are times when they struggle to score. So that's the issue for Calvin's team. Um you know, I t- I'll tell you the team I really like in the tournament, once they get out of Pac-12 play, I, I just think defense travels, and there are veteran players for UCLA that just do not want to see their careers come to an end. Uh, and, you know, I had them earlier in the year on our Saturday night primetime game uh, against Colorado back in January. I was so impressed with uh, the way they played. Uh, and, because they didn't play their best offensively, but their defense had their back. Uh, and, and you know, that's just a remarkable job um, that's that's been done there to transform that program. It's a lot like what Ben Howland did when he got UCLA to three straight. Uh, when I look at Mick Cronin's team, I just see a club that has resolved. Okay? And and it doesn't matter how bad they look on offense, they have the resolve to get the job done on defense. Mm-hmm. So those are teams that I think uh, that you really want to keep an eye on You know, when the brackets come out, regardless of where they put them. Right. Uh, I think they've got great chances. Arizona's got more offensive artillery than anybody in the country. But I think a lot of times in the tournament, you have the game slow down. And when that happens, and those players can't get in a full court style of game. Uh, Tubelis is their most gifted, I think. But he, if he can't get uh, the game flow the way he wants it, and you force them into playing, 
you know, a half-court game, they become susceptible. But, um, you know, Houston, to me, is uh, is hard to bet against. I love UCLA. I think Houston's certainly got the best freshman in the country uh, in the backcourt, no doubt about it. How will they handle the stage as they move forward? Um, but the Big Ten, in my opinion, has a chance to get maybe as many as three teams in. Uh, because I, I absolutely love uh, this Purdue team. Uh, I know they've struggled a little bit in recent outings, but I still, uh, this is the right time to be going through some of those, those difficulties. And and I look at that team, and the other club to keep an eye on, we haven't talked about them in the Big East yet, but Sean Miller has a team at Xavier yep. with a lot of options. Okay, how wild would it be? And you can just mark this down. The tournament selection committee will put somewhere along the line in the journey, in the same bracket, Xavier with Arizona. You know it. And that, yeah. oh yeah, that'll be a knockdown, drag out, fun game to watch. And Xavier's loaded, man, offensively. Their defense is beginning to come around. But that's a team that I'd really keep an eye on because Sean is battle tested as a March coach. A little bit like Jamie Dixon at TCU has not made the Final Four. The three biggest name coaches that have never been to a Final Four are in order. Matt Painter, Jamie Dixon, Sean Miller. Yeah. And all three of those, I think, have great shots at making it this year. Yeah. No, I like X. I do. Uh, is uh, Hunter's got to get healthy in Fremantle. Those two guys get healthy. You know, watch out. Uh, but I enjoy yep. I enjoy watching that team. And again, just like Marquette in Providence, I love the Big East. I, and I really love the Big East this year. And I I'd, lo- I'd love to see that Ed Cooley too. go a long way. I really would. Because, he. I mean, I have never really talked to Ed Cooley. I'm sure you have. He seems like a really class guy. Oh, he's as good as it gets. That's he's as good as it gets. Yeah. Yes. All right, brother. We appreciate the time, Timmy B. He's hungry. He's got to go eat. What is on that menu? I know where you're going. Have you have you got to kind of dived in yet? Do you need to look at a menu at Mad Max's, or do you know what Brando's going with? Oh yeah. What yes. do you got? What do you got? Absolutely. I'm going with the the Brussels sprouts <laughs> and the uh, bone-in ribeye, medium rare plus, <laughs> and uh, throw me a loaded baked potato in there, and I'm good as gold. Right there. Here, here's your boy Gus to be saying like this. Look at Brando going for the Brussels sprouts. He's going for the ribeye. It's time to jump around. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, Timmy B. Our- hey, man. Hey, that song got Spencer Tillman and I, I think, 4 million hits on TikTok back in September. Remember it well. <laughs> Hold on. Hearing, hearing. Hearing you, your name, and TikTok in the same sentence, there's something wrong there, but I love it! Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. All right, brother. Uh, All right. Love talking with you. Uh, I'm going to bug you again. And hey, connect hey, you. Hey, hey, somebody actually wrote, it looked a little creepy. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'm watching it right now. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shake it up, Timmy B. There it is. All right, brother. Do well. All right, there he is, Tim Brando. He'll be on the call coming up tomorrow night, Providence and UConn. He's got the Big East going here in the next couple weeks, and then, of course, the Big East tournament as well, too. Uh, The knowledge, the experience, no one's got it like Timmy Brando. All right, back at it. More. Terrible Tuesday style right here. Let's go. Let's jump. Let's jump. Let's jump.
from the master debater. Martin. You'll never know what comes out of this guy's mouth. All right, Westgate Las Vegas coming your way on Friday. Come on out, see the show live. A lot of fun, a lot of college basketball that we are hitting on right now as well, too. At the Westgate inside the International Theater, it's Hoop Central. Go out there and check all of that out uh, for... The first round of the NCAA tournament on March the 16th and 17th. Uh, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com or at the Westgate Las Vegas. And, of course, you know we're inside the Superbook. We'll be broadcasting live on those days. A uh, little different, uh, obviously, because, as you know, we're at the Westgate uh, this year. Been at uh, Hoops and Hops at the Cosmopolitan. Always fun in the past five years. Love that uh, out there. But, uh, hey. Uh, we're aligned now with the Westgate of Las Vegas, the world-famous Superbook. So a lot of fun out there. So come on out. See the show live each and every Friday, as you know. And appreciate everyone coming out there. And our good friends, Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and everybody uh, at uh, the Westgate. Uh, we'll be out there again Friday talking a lot of college hoops. Uh, speaking of the Westgate, uh, great comedy cabaret that they have going on out there. And it just started going back last week. Uh, they have comedy Thursday through Saturday night. Uh, three comedians on each show. It's a different lineup each week. Uh, fantastic. And most of them are local. When I say local, that doesn't just mean, that means they live here. Uh, so they're here quite a bit. Uh, but, uh, Marsha Warfield opened it up a couple weeks ago. You remember her from Night Court and, um, just a, a, a great group of comedians. That are out. Uh, Derek Richards performed last weekend. If you're not familiar with Derek Richards, phenomenal. Uh, he's been in all kinds of things. Got a chance to, to see him and speak with him. Uh, just very, very funny. Uh, so yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, tickets are available. Uh, very, very reasonable, uh, as well too at the comedy cabaret inside the Westgate, Las Vegas. And uh, we'll have tickets uh, to give away, so don't worry about that. But uh, Kathleen Dunbar, she does a great uh, job of hosting. Very, very funny. Wisconsin girl. I always like Kathleen. Uh, she's she's great. She's actually from Milwaukee. Uh, she wanted. She actually called me out uh, in the show because she knew that I spent time in Green Bay. Of course she So would. what was she calling me the whole time? Green, she said? Well, yes, she did say that. She called me, oh, what do you think of that, Green Bay? What do you think of that, Green Bay? And it, so here's like, you know, let me let me get it's a terrible Tuesday, right? This is a terrible so, okay. Tuesday. So and, and I really don't like this when this happens. And she did this. So it's like she's doing her set and then, you know, looking around, you know, cracking on people in the audience, this and that. So she sees me there, and then she goes, Hey, you know, what's up, Green Bay? You know, here she goes, What's gonna happen with Aaron Rodgers? And it's like, oh, really? Like, so I said, I'm not working right now. Okay. I'm here to enjoy comedy. I don't need to talk about that. And then it turns into that. So anybody talks about Green Bay, they want to ask me about Aaron Rodgers. And then, of course, you get a guy who's sitting in the audience, right? And what's he say? He's coming here. He's coming to Vegas. He's going to be a Raider. It's like, oh, great. Just, just, just that I want to hear, right? 
But uh, anyway, but no, Kathleen Dunbar does a fantastic hosting job there. So uh, check her out. Anyway, uh, Dennis Blair will be coming there this weekend. So look forward uh, to Dennis Blair. Uh, get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Also appearing uh, Mike Davis and Chris Clark uh, this weekend. So February 23rd, 24th, and 25th. So uh, check it out. You'll like it. And again, we'll have... Uh, We'll have tickets to give away uh, as well, too, here uh, on the show. Impact Wrestling is back this weekend at uh, Samstown Live. Okay, always fun when uh, we have the Impact guys, uh, you know, roll around here. Who just walked in today? Who just walked in here? Jay Vidal is here. Jay we are Vidal in the just, building, baby. But Jay Vidal just walked in. I mean, he didn't walk in. He pranced in. He waltzed in here. It's an impact takeover. It is an impact takeover right now. Yes, sir. You know, I came in in that Mercedes Benz out there. You I know s- how we roll it. We I, roll it in style. I, I saw you rolling here just like that. It is. Let's see. Uh, who's driving that car anyway? Was You were driving. That was Where's me. It? That was me. Yes, wow. sir. That was. I was driving it. All right. <laughs> impact this weekend, right? Yes, we got No Surrender this Friday over at Sam's Town, and we got No Surrender Fallout as well on Saturday and Sunday. You know, get your tickets, come over, see me manage Giselle Shaw as she takes on Deanna Perrazzo at uh, No Surrender this Friday. I'm super excited for it. Okay, so we know that you you manage her, okay? That sort of thing, all right? All right, so... When, and we've seen you wrestle as well. Okay. How, how do you, how do you, you like the whole managing thing compared to, to, to wrestling in, in, in matches here? Yes. Well, I love being a manager. I absolutely, at least for Giselle Shaw, right? Like okay. when you're out there and you could feed off of somebody's energy, like her energy, there is nothing like it. But at the same time, in that same breath, there's nothing like being in that ring and performing at your best right so i do enjoy different parts of both aspects if there's one that i gotta choose though wrestling is where it's at okay all right so tell us the backstory how you got started in the business where did that come from who'd you look up to when you were growing up well i actually got started over in sunny south florida um i got trained by gangrel over there and that's where um that's where i broke into wrestling and then i moved out here to las vegas in 2019 i just took a chance on myself i hopped on a plane packed up all my stuff and said i'm gonna bet on myself we're gonna do this skip forward what four years later and impact offers me a contract it's really amazing all right and so you've been with impact last couple years right uh Actually, uh, 2022. You've been doing a lot of indie stuff, you know, prior to that, right? Yes, yes. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta hustle, right? You gotta put your name out there. And, um, due to me putting my name out there, I was able to get offered a contract by Impact Wrestling in, uh, late 2022, just this, uh, this past November. All right. So are we going to see you in the ring as a wrestler with Impact as well, too? Yes, uh, I am very excited to announce that this Sunday, Jay Vidal. Hold on, we got breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Breaking news. Let's set it up here. Let's get the breaking news. Here it is. All right, breaking news only here on the TC Martin Show. Impact Wrestling. Jay Vidal is saying what? Jay Vidal is going to be in action this Sunday. No surrender fallout. I will be taking on Johnny Swinger. You heard it right. You're taking on Johnny Swinger. Yes, sir. Okay. I want to see the ring attire for you in, in, in that, in that match. Can you give us a sneak peek? I can tell you right now that it is going to involve 
cheetah print. As you can see, <laughs> I am a very cheetah print type of guy. Cheetah print? I, 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 I like some cheetah. I like some cheetah. Okay. Oh, straight cheetah print. Now, are we going to go like the singlet? Or what, what are we going to go no, with? No, 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 no. No singlet. I got to show off the abs, baby. You Woo! know what I mean? So <laughs> so we're going, uh, we're going some long tights, blue long tights, and it's going to have cuts in it, right? Just envision this. Close your eyes. Envision okay. this with me. Okay. Some cuts in it. And inside those cuts, it's going to be cheetah print. Look at this. Jay Oh, he's taking a, he's taking off the, the clothes right now. Hold on. Save it, Jay. I'm Save sorry. It for Sunday. I'm sorry. I got I, excited. I, I got excited. Whoa. There we go. <laughs> Luckily, this is radio. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be making more money if it wasn't, huh? You got that right. There it is. All right. And you're going against who? The swinger? I'm going against Johnny Swinger. Johnny swinger. Yeah. He is. What do we know about him? So he is. Zero four fifty, right? <laughs> Wait, so is this a squash match? Is that what we're talking about here? Johnny Swinger going down. One, two, what? Foot on the rope. Okay. Oh no, right no, 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 no. We're we're taking it. One, taking. two, three. Ring the bell, no, Chuck. There it is. Woo! You see my hand raise over here because we're winning, baby. If he thinks that I'm gonna be the one behind the one and one and fifty, he is very wrong. You know what? As a matter of fact, Jay Vidal might be on his road to fifty, right? I might, I might be shoot i'm zero for 52 so i'm gonna shoot for my 50 as well <laughs> who's making these matches that's what i want to know who's this matchmaker putting you against some some jabroni who's owing 50 come on now <laughs> hey you know what johnny swigger i respect him tremendous talent but at the end of the day jay vidal is leaving with his hand raised high and giselle shaw right yeah. next to him because you know what mm. When you hang around winners, you end up winning. Giselle Shaw's a winner. So, therefore, in turn, Jay Vidal will be a winner, too. Ooh, let's talk about uh, Giselle Shaw. Let's, let, 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 give me the backstory with her. Come on. I mean, you're a manager. Okay. So, you, you could tell us. Tell us the real deal here. Yeah. So, fun fact when I came over here uh, to Las Vegas, I believe it was uh, in October to work with uh, Impact. I didn't know what I was going to be doing. And I got here and they told me I was going to be managing Giselle Shaw. Instantly in the back, we clicked right away. And you see it in every promo and every segment that we do. Her and I just bounce off each other like peanut butter and jelly. It's, it's honestly, it's a match made in heaven. Okay. All right. So going back uh, to, to your past, I mean, how long did you, or when did you have the love of wrestling or did this come later in life or were you as a kid? Because we know most of the stories with these guys. I mean, they just, they, they love it early on and they say, Hey, I want to follow this path and they have wrestlers they look up to. Give me your, your top two or three that maybe you looked up to when you were growing up. Uh, so to answer your first question, yeah. I remember watching WWF on my TV screen. I couldn't have been any older than four years old. I'm not even kidding you. I walked out living room and I just remember big show giving a double choke slam. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, you know, this is, this is, I always knew it was what I wanted to do ever since I was a little kid. I even sat down my parents. This doesn't sound crazy. I sat down my parents when I was in high school and I told them, listen, I'm not going to go to college. As soon as I graduate, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. And they're behind it now, especially now that I'm succeeding right there behind it. They love it. They always supported me. And my top three wrestlers, I got to say are Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, Jeff Hardy. 
See, those guys all have a lot in common too. You know what I'm saying? They got that that built, that size, a little high flying going there. Okay. Yes, yes. Is that Jay Vidal? You That's high Jay Vidal, baby. Yes, really? sir. It's it's a combination, right? It's a combination of high flying, strikes, add some technical, and sprinkle in the beautiful, and that's Jay Vidal. Ooh. Spring of the beautiful. You know, you didn't mention uh, my my two guys. You didn't mention Rob Van Dam or Sabu. What's up, young? Oh you my gotta, god! You and I love my... both of them. You didn't mention them, Jay. <laughs> you didn't mention them. You Listen. said top three. No, 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 do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, let's hear about the sprinkling the beautiful. All right, where'd that come from? Well, you know what. At the end of the day, I think something that will always throw people off is the looks, right? Yeah. You see Jay Vidal, you see somebody who's flamboyant, who's confident. Mm-hmm. So they're not mentally prepared for that. It throws them off a little bit. They're like, oh, maybe, you know, he's not as hard hitting as you might think. But right. guess what? Jay Vidal trained to be a professional wrestler. That's what Jay Vidal is. So when I get in the ring, I'm always ready to kick some butt. You know what I mean? Do you think that some of these guys take you lightly? Of course. And yeah. I take that as an advantage because they don't see it coming when I start, you know, hitting them out of nowhere with these clicks or, or you know, with these flips. Yeah. <laughs> clicks and flips. Clicks and flips. Uh, I, like <laughs> I make kicks, but, you know, that's it. <laughs> we're here. We're doing the thing. All right. Now, you're not walking into the ring in any high heels or anything, are you? No, I am not. I have before, but I am Are you a high heel not. person? Do you like the heels? You know what? I like how the heels look. I don't like how the heels feel. I All right. Let me tell you. But that could be a lethal foreign object. Remember that. It could be. It yeah. could be. Until, you know, what you wear and it's a foreign object on yourself because <laughs> man let me tell you i i, I walked into uh impact in one of the tapes i believe it was in louisville kentucky and i walked in there with some high heels just to show it off to everybody right i'm there i'm flamboyant within 10 minutes i, I was already changed to sneakers i don't know how these women do it because i can't i can't i just from now on the beauty comes from the head all the way to the ankles yeah. from there down we just got what we got for the record high heels are overrated right yeah exactly, exactly yeah exactly. There you go. We, we all agree with that. All right. It is Impact Wrestling, Samstown Live, coming up uh, with Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Sunday, Jay Vidal putting on not the singlet, but the cheetah. But the cheetah, cheetah wear. Print. Yes, the sir. cheetah print. Is and I'm taking out Johnny Swinger. All right. If you want tickets, we got tickets to give away. Give us a call. 702-221-7283. We got tickets to give away Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 702 702- Two two one seventy two eighty three all FRWE for you and check out Jay Vidal live at Samstown Live again. You know Giselle Shaw, you're gonna be walking her, escorting her down the aisle into the ring. You get involved in that match as a manager too. You know what? When needed, I will do whatever is necessary on my end for right. Giselle Shaw to win. Why? Because if she wins, I win. We go to a pay window together. Ooh, you got that right. There you go. Take it to the cat. As I like to say, Jay, reindeer cashmere. I'll see you at the cashier, baby. Woo! I'll see you there, baby. Let's make it happen. There it is. All right. Impact Wrestling coming your way this weekend. Jay, appreciate the time, brother. Look forward to seeing you again. Thank you for having me on. You got it. All right. I want to thank Jay Vidal for being here. Impact Wrestling. Get your tickets. Samstown Live, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I want to thank Timmy B, Tim Brando, Fox Sports for joining us. Uh, and, uh, also, uh, the big seven footer, Olden Polonese joined us earlier today talking a little NBA All-Star weekend, the second half of the NBA season. Tomorrow, we got more for you. Our other seven footer, the big Bill Cartwright will join us as well too. That and a whole lot more in store around your door. More of what you're looking for. Go to the website, check it all out at tcmartinshow.com. Have yourself a good one and we reconvene tomorrow at two.